I'm going to tell a Jack's P story. <laughs> Get ready for this one, Engineer Andrew. This one's a good one. Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Welcome to the Three Stripe Podcast. It is still just Julia and I. It's okay. Molly's going to be back and she's going to be back with uh, baby Reese. Actually, I should have said, I should have opened Julia and me. That was wrong grammar. I didn't like that. I'm sorry. Mm. It's Julia and me. Yeah, because isn't it? Yes, you where take it's, out. It's just me. Yeah. It's just I today. Yeah. Okay. I oh. learned that when I when I was doing SAT tutoring that I had to do for six months with SAT Mike and he would yell at me. Yeah. He actually went on Wanna Be a Millionaire and won the million dollars. No way. I believe so. Yes. Oh, that's okay. He was such a... It's not where I thought this would opening would go. No. Sometimes you throw me for a loop with some of your... <laughs> I'm like really well connected with my <laughs> SAT tutors and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I apologize for the grammatically incorrect <laughs> opener. Yeah. Um, as we know, <laughs> my dogs both like to go to the bathroom in random places. I always have weird stuff going on. With They just uh, let it go. They just let it go. Okay, so we just switched up Jax, which is my cattle dog, his food. Just his? Both Zoe oh. and Jax. I was like, Zoe didn't get anything. <laughs> no. But we switched it up. Uh, I, Jax will eat anything, yeah. but then I watched this watched an infomercial on the farmer's dog. Is that the raw it's stuff? The, it's not raw. Or it's cooked, but it's... It's um, in like a... It's in a... Casing kind of thing? Yes. It's a plastic bag okay. and it's frozen. It's like daily harvest yes, for dogs. Yes. And I watched an infomercial. I was sold instantly. Yeah. Signed them up. They love it. Mm-hmm. They give you an option of chicken, turkey, beef, and pork. So for their first pack, what I did was just a variety pack. I want to see what they like. Yeah. So we started with chicken and turkey. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was very at the bottom, the pork. So we started giving them pork, which I had hear, heard mixed reviews about pork and feeding I, dog pork. That's what I thought it, because it's fattier and saltier. Yes. Isn't it? Okay. So gave Jax the pork. He already, both of them, when they eat the dog food, they'll eat the dog food and then lick, get water, and mm-hmm. then go. Re- it's like they're really cleaning the bowl completely oh, yeah. with it, like going back. <laughs> yeah, and like forth. they lick the bowl. Yes. And, yeah. So Jax will lick, wet his tongue, go back to the bowl. <laughs> so he, I can, I need knew with the pork, he was doing it more. So we had two accents in the house. So one was like, we were gone for five hours. He went on the carpet. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this sucks. Zero res, call them up, which is a, our carpet cleaner. Then the next one kind of freaked me out because it was on the couch. Yeah. That's, that's weird. so weird. Well, when Jax was a baby, he used to have night terrors. <laughs> so when... I don't know. It's like maybe not night terrors, but nap terrors. So when he was like a, when he was a baby, he would just, I mean, full on go like barking in his sleep. And sometimes he would pee like <laughs> urinate. So you just see it like squirt out when he was having these night terrors. Would he wake up? I would wake him up because he was, Cause he was a baby. Yes. <laughs> it was just, I mean, this is when he was like I, tiny, tiny, tiny. So we hadn't had any accents. He hasn't had his night terrors in a long time. <laughs> Like he went to therapy. (laughs) He's grown up. He's medicated. His only friend is Julia. (laughs) His only friend is Julia. Um, So 
now I'm concerned. So I call the vet and like, we can get him in at 530 that day. Mm -hmm. I asked him, should I collect a urine sample? They're like, no, we'll collect the urine sample when we, um, when you bring him in. They're like, just don't let him go to the bathroom uh, before you come. So we have a door, uh, bell at our door for him to go out. So mm-hmm. he's ringing the bell, but now it's 515. And I was like, okay, well, we'll just go down there. He's like, hello. Yes, he's ringing the bell. And I was like, you know what? Now he has plenty of urine ready to go. So we, uh, JC follows me down because I feel like he was, he had pulled up later because he was at the gym. So he followed me down to the vet. It's only a mile away. And Jax, when, as soon as, I saw Jax in the back and he peed a little bit in the back. And I was like, ah, damn it. So I, we park, JC comes up and I close the door and I'm, JC's coming around to the other side. And I see Jax in the car, just going all around my car peeing. <laughs> just, it's all like in the car peeing. And I go, JC, just go grab Jax like a baby and just pull him out of the car. So he pulls Jax out of the car the pee is still going and it's shooting straight up in the air, like the Bellagio fountains straight up in the air. So this is now peak time. The, the, this is a major shopping center. So JC is holding Jack's peace. Like right after everyone's off work. Yes. <laughs> everyone's going to do Albertsons, go yeah. do their grocery shopping. So Jack's JC is holding Jack's. The pee is going all over my car. So I go, JC, the pee is getting on my car. And he turns Jack's around <laughs> The pee is still coming out. A woman with her window is down. Jax's pee shoots right in the car window onto the woman. And it's like just it's just pee chaos. And so I go to her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We get him in the vet. He's peeing all in the vet. And that that's how we did it. Um, Did get the blood samples back. He's totally fine. So what? Oh, maybe the food. It was. They think it's the pork. Oh, but dude, (laughs) the face, the look on this woman's face when JC's holding Jacks like a baby, and the pee goes squirt gun peed her. I've never seen this dog pee so much. The vet said they've never seen anything like this before (laughs) because it was piled. They brought three beach towels to clean up. I don't understand how we had so much like stored up. And you saw my car. Yeah. What did the car look like? It was like someone took a hose <laughs> up and down, up, up and, and down. down. It was just up and down because JC's holding him and he's like, oh, he's raising gosh. him up like, oh, there's pee everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. It was awful. That reminds me of one time when I was, when I was growing up, we had this little dog. He was so naughty and mean. What was his name? Sausage. Oh. Well, his real name. So we got him and his name was Yogurt. But they called him Yogi. So we called him Yogi. And then he got, he was pretty skinny when we got him. He really plumped up. So we called him Sausage. And he responded to Sausage. And that was his name, Sausage. So my mom had just gotten the carpet cleaned in our kind of like formal dining room area that you use for holidays and special occasions that Uh no one goes in. And I'm like, what's Sausage doing under that table? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. So I was like, oh my gosh, he's about to pee. So I jump under the table and grab him just as he's about to pee. Pees literally on me. <laughs> oh gosh. Then he he peed on me a little bit and stopped, thank yeah. God. And I was like, oh my God. I put him in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, I just saved sausage from peeing on the floor. Yeah. And she looks at me and goes, is that pee on you? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, Phew. 
Thank you. <laughs> you are a, a martyr. She was like, yeah. wow, yeah. that is commitment. Katie would have been like, watched him pee and been like, I'm not telling anyone that. <laughs> no, no. But you, you are a hero. I risked myself. I think JC was a hero that situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have grabbed Jack's peeing all over. I would have been like, uh-uh. No. I don't know that dog. But then I... Uh, Missy made a comment. She goes, did you get your car cleaned instantly? I was like, no, I just like used some Windex and wiped it, the seats down and everything. Do you fine. have one of those seat covers in the back? It goes over the we, headrest and covers yes. the seats. Yeah. So we normally do that, but we were. But he did it with none. We Nothing. So, yeah, <laughs> I haven't even cleaned the back seat. But Jack's like, honestly, it, the, the pee was so diluted. He had so much pee in him. Like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, so I did want to touch on Peaky. What's your yes. plan? What's your plan, dude? My sweet Pico. So Pico was being leased, did a little half lease the past month mm. with... Um, dressage. Yeah, he made his dressage debut from a little boy at the barn. I mean, I guess he's not, he's not a little boy walker. He's not walker. He's like a preteen teen. I don't know. I think he's... 12? 12? 13? I, I have no tell. concept, yeah, I I have like, no concept of ages. But anyways, uh, he was riding Pico, took him to his first dressage show, Pico's first dressage show ever. Uh, I think it was Walker's first time showing in second level dressage. Okay. Do you Pico. know what the difference with second level is? It's just more advanced. I don't know the specifics. Do they have to do lead changes, you think? No, they don't do lead changes. I know that for sure. Okay. Um, But I think maybe second level is when you start cantering. Okay. I'm not sure. I know. Don't I feel me. like you can canter it. I, I don't oh know. Gosh, I have no yeah, idea. We're not even going to. We're just. We won't attempt it. <laughs> Annette, comment when you listen to this yeah. on what but, yeah. the second level is. But Pico was so cute with him. Oh. He Pico hasn't gone to a show in Did, so, like four years. Well, that's the thing. Like Pico, because you can only use a snaffle in dressage. No, you can use other bits. Oh, you can? Yeah. He, he used like a bomber. Okay. Type of something. So he crushed it. it. Yeah. But now the lease may be... Yeah. So he has his horse coming back from rehabbing and stuff. So uh, his time's going to be different. So now I'm kind of in the spot of, okay, well, now I need to figure out what to do with him and cover his costs because yeah. I can't have two horses. <laughs> no. So uh, I've been trying to figure that part out, which... I'll be honest, a little nerve wracking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing is I think... I think people, it's hard because on the the one side is when you're leasing a horse out, you have a fear of them, the person not taking yeah, care of Yeah, because they them. leave, when they leave the property, if they leave on a lease, you know, off yes. site, you don't know what's really no. going on and you have the contract, but you don't, I mean, it's, people don't, don't follow that. So that's something that's, you know, I don't want him to go out of state. No. Or leave Vegas. And if he were to leave the barn, it would be obviously, you know, a very approved home that yes. I know. Good program. The program and the trainer and the facility and all of that stuff. But I'm running into something now with him is he packed my dad around and he's he's happy doing the babysitter job and stuff like that. But I jumped him around the other day and he was so game and so excited, autopilot, everything. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, well maybe he wants to get back to jumping and do a little bit more stuff. I mean, he's really not so that you old. Want more of like an intermediate. Maybe rider. someone that's, 
you know, knows a little of what they're doing, maybe wants to go to some shows, maybe yeah. wants to do something like that. And so we don't really have that no. level. Like we have very, very advanced kind of that owns horses or enough yeah. to own a horse and then beginner beginners. We kind of yeah. have this weird We don't have gap. Um, people that are looking for more of an advanced horse. Yeah. And it's tough with leasing because I've always... I feel like when a horse comes to me that I lease, I mean, I treat them exactly like well, that's I, what I want. I'm like, I, how do I find a lease person like Laura? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the only thing you can do is, I, I, it's okay. So when I leased uh, Sylvan, it's like cover, obviously all his medical, yeah. all his supplements. Yes. The only thing there, it's do you take control over his supplements to make sure he's still getting them or... I mean, I would write it in the contract. Everything yes. stays the same. Same shoer, yeah. same supplements, gets his vitamin E, stuff like yeah. that, where that's non-negotiable for me. And the good thing about him staying in Vegas is our farriers here, our vets here. Yes. You know, we still have all of that. They know the horse. It's not like I'm sending him to California and have to figure out if no. this shoe is good or mm -hmm. this vet's good and anything like that. So that's, that's Fine. a blessing. But that's the thing with leasing. It's, you just run into that, the risk of it. Well, yeah. Be Anytime you lease your horse out offsite, especially, you don't know what you're going to get back. Yes. The horse could come yeah. back with bad habits. It yeah. might not be as muscled up as he was when he left, you know, yeah. stuff like that where, and that's the thing too. Pico's very sensitive to the rider that's on his back. So I can feel exactly if I get on Pico after he's had a beginner lesson or someone's What's been on he him, do? he does the tiniest trot to start. Really? The tiniest. He can walk faster than he trots. And he also has his nervous tongue. Yeah, he does. He gets his nervous tongue. He's like, <laughs> he sticks his tongue out to the side because he's kind of like, okay, whoa, who is this? And then he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to be fine. But he yeah. always starts <laughs> trotting and I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a little spur. He's like, uh, uh. I'm like, come on again. And then he's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, all right yeah. I got it. But he uh. always starts. Uh. You want, you want a little, he's more? so cute though. Cause Kylie got on him. Yeah. <laughs> His okay. little tiny trot. Yeah. It was so cute. He's very aware of who's on him and how he has to go for that, yep. which is again, why it's hard to lease him out. He's a very much a one person horse kind yeah. of he likes consistency he likes to know his rider he likes to kind of figure them out so that's a hard part too with leases and potentially having to do two half leases or putting all the pieces together is he's gonna be like whoa I mean I've essentially been the only How person we had him seven years yeah almost almost eight I think yeah I've been kind of the only person on him I know the majority of this all so it, it sometimes yeah. he's like, whoa, what? What? Okay, I do think. I mean, you sent the barn email out, but mm -hmm. I think that even if we keep, if you keep them local, yes, maybe even just putting. Well, I honestly might text some other trainers out here and yeah. just see if anyone has something. something. Yeah, I mean, again, just keeping him here. Yeah, I think it's just communicating and then building everything into the contract. Oh, yeah. This contract, if he's out for a year lease and especially offsite will be um, oh, a very strategic contract yes. with everything in it. And then I can still come and visit him and see him. And, you know, yeah. if, if they 
need anything. I'm here. You know, it's it works out. So fingers crossed something pans out because it'll be I think it's going to work out. And I know that he is such an exceptional horse. He's such a good boy and he can he can teach people. But I I get what you're saying is like he wants to do a job right now and he wants to figure things out and he wants to have a rider and a person. Obviously. Well, he was so, he was so happy oh. and proud of himself after. And I even was like, hold on a second. I was yeah. like, I thought you were ready to kind of, yeah, you know, just do a little job and stuff. But I, I, I kind of felt like he was telling me like, uh-uh, like give me something. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well this kind of changes some things. Cause now there's a little bit and more I also horse think here. You had some fun. Oh, I had so much fun. You had fun. I loved it. I oh. loved jumping him. Well, that was, um, even with contact is there's been people that have told me through his like second suspensory, like, oh, why don't you just put him out to pasture? And I'm like, I know, I feel like I'm going to do it. I'm going to rehab him back. And cause you can tell when the horse I mean, I know my horses. I know yeah. my horses. And the other day we had our best pole, did a little Cavaletti, mm-hmm. and he's game. Well, he, the thing is, is I think the way these horses have been raised up in the sport and conditioned this way is even when I've had to rehab horses or anything like that, for the most part, most of them are at least more of the blooded up horses or ones that like to are very... Yeah. Enthusiastic. They're kind of like, all right, can I do something more? Oh, yeah. Because they're you they're used to having that job and that sort of mm-hmm. I think it's almost kind of like a release to them of yes. like Pico loved his pasture time and he, you know, enjoyed that. But now that he's back at the barn, he's kind of like, Okay, well, now what? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, and I really do believe and it's my Molly is not here, so to <laughs> completely tell us that we're Bunch of I know idiots. I was I was just thinking yeah. that I was like yeah. <laughs> Molly's here to tell us like they don't know what to do. They don't know. They'd rather be out grazing in the pasture. We're like, no, contact. Um they loved love they, they love us. the poles. They love the cavaletti. We'll get we'll get a psychic on this. We'll yeah. get confirmation. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna bring the psychic in <laughs> as a third guest next week. You know, I am reading this book right now. It's horse brain, human brain. Because one of my goals, I don't know, it's not even a 2023 goal, but is to be reading more horse books and not just like an encyclopedia of horses. Horses or for like, dummies. Yeah. <laughs> I had to read Horses for Dummies before I got my I bet it's horse. good. I wouldn't mind rereading that. Maybe. I don't know. No, I'd horse, be interested to look back so on horse it. <laughs> brain, horse, horse brain, human brain. And I've been learning a good amount. I sent you that one image of what they can see yeah. um, when you're going towards a jump of how blurry it uh-huh. is for them. Obviously, I think they see it. It's like two feet out or whatever. It's like blurry up until then. Mm-hmm. But then it also really hit me while I'm reading this book of when you're jumping, how accurate as a rider you need to be for your horse. Because if their sight is not like ours, because it's not, yeah, that's where from a rider standpoint, you know, yes, there's horses that pack you around, yeah, but you still need to be pretty accurate as a rider. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I was like just learning about even from them spooking. And because their vision... 
I feel like it's a 340 degree. Yeah, because they can't see past. I don't even know what it would be, but it's kind of like tunnel vision. Almost. Tunnel vision. They can't see, but then to the they can side, see. Right? But then they can see all around them. There was like this really great. Oh. I, yes, so they can see all around them. So it's almost it's again like a not a three sixty view. Yeah, like ours is forty five degrees. Like that's how far we can see. But with horses, they can see all the way what's behind them. I don't know. Do you want to do like put your hand up and test it with the horses? No. no. <laughs> Oh, I'm saying we've been recording for 20 minutes. <laughs> he told me 20 and I did it to you and you were like, we want to do an eye test for the horses. <laughs> Read the graph. I was like, what? <laughs> that was so good. That's staying in. You were like, <laughs> left eye, right eye, two, zero. I was holding my fingers up telling her we had been doing recorded for 20 minutes and she thought I was doing an eye test for her. <laughs> I really, I was like, are you giving me an eye test right now? I was like, do you want me to close this Cover eye? your left eye and tell me what you see. horses? What do we, what do you want to do there? Such a, Wait, so, so because they're prey animals, do they, they can see better Okay, ready? Super far away? Uh, blind or? spots. Uh, despite <laughs> its horizontal band of a panoramic vision, okay. equine eyesight includes a number of blind spots. Without changing position, the horse cannot see above his neck or back, beneath his belly or neck, or directly behind him. Yeah. The area to the outer sides of the horse's back legs is uh, only barely seen. So surprise behind, even the sweetest ho- horse can kick in any direction. Yeah. That's why we approach a horse's hindquarters from the shoulder, moving back while speaking, standing close and touching its side. Oh, another blind spot exists in front of the horse's face from eye level to the ground below its nose and out about six feet. Oh, here, this is another a good insight I found. A horse whose whiskers are shaved is at a sensory disadvantage. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I still shave them all. <laughs> I hate the way it looks. Oh, my gosh. I when get, Pika was getting body clipped, I was like, shave them. Oh, my gosh. Not me. I'm letting those things it. grow. I hate it. I'm letting them grow. Well, because they don't let FEI horses now have shaved whiskers. Yeah, I let them grow. Yes, yeah, so I highly recommend horse brain, human brain, and we're going to do some eye tests. Once you're done with that, I want to read it. I'm Julia is so good. I'm, and then it also made me um, realize with, uh, it's just the the amount of focus that you have to have when you are riding. Yeah. And when your horse is spooking, people are so quick to be like, oh, he's just, you know, being bad or he's just, Mm -hmm. but they're legit see something. (laughs) Me thinking about Uno this morning being terrible and me getting after him and then he stopped. (laughs) Actually, he, what, there was nothing there. Like there There wasn't. No. You don't know though. Could have been something. You don't know. Your eyesight's not as good as theirs. Mm. Yeah. I'm just saying. See, I trust a Pico spook more than an Uno spook because Uno's so theatrical. And you know what though? He could have heard something. They hear better than I will oh, always yeah, I will. defend the horse. I'm like, I will always defend them. I'll usually defend Pico Uno is 50 50. I'm like, he's 50 50. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll post because um, I do want to post uh, the picture of the jump. Yeah, we should do that for sure. And uh, then also the eyesight. Did it say anything about colors? 
Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what I was curious um, about. The colors that horses really can see are turquoise and yellow. Oh, Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Did it say anything about black? Do you know how some people will be like, oh, they can't, people will be like, they can't see black or darker flat colors kind of. There was a whole thing about color. I just can't find it. Um, Oh, here. I like this one. Uh, I'm reading just quotes from this book. Uh, This is the whole podcast right now. (laughs) Riders often complain that their horses are shying at nothing. In fact, they're shying at very real sights that we have too few rods to sense. What's truly remarkable is that the horses don't shy more and that they allow us to modify their behavior at all. Me correcting you today when he spooked him. Yes. I'm like, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, God, there's, goes, you there's a snake on the ground, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm like, stop. There's nothing there. It's like four rattlesnakes. Yeah. Because like, you don't okay. have as many rods as they do. He's like, you can't process the way I can. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. He's like, you're just a silly human. Yeah. Way more intelligent than us. I'll always choose She's like, you dummy. You're dumb, dumb. Okay. Um, catch. Uh, we'll see. Molly's going to maybe be back. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, what if we just have Reese on and no Molly? She's I'm, like. Beep, 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 <laughs> She's like. I <laughs> uh, Catch new episodes every Tuesday and follow us on all social channels at the Three Stride Podcast.